Hello, hello, hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. How is everyone doing this fine evening, afternoon, yeah, wherever you're listening? Um, for those of you who don't know, we've had a lot of new listeners. I guess I should tell you a little bit about my background. We haven't done that before, but just real quickly, I know a lot of you know who I am going back to my long podcasting history. Um, I'm a freelance writer now for the last two years. Before that, only NFL, it's the only thing I do. And before that, I was at ESPN for 10 seasons as a feature writer, NFL only, obviously. Um, before that, I was a scout with the Browns. Before that, I was a director of football operations at the University of Akron. Before that, I did three years at the University of Pittsburgh as the recruiting assistant. So, I am glad you've joined us. All you new guys that didn't know my history, just wanted to let you know that. And pretty much all I do and know anything about in this world is football. And I love it. So, can't beat that. Welcome to the Locked On Podcast. Today is Friday. That means we are picking every game. And we're going to our friends at my bookie and pulling up the lines there. And it looks like the first one does not have a line. So we won't bet against the line on that one, but we will pick a winner. The Lions are at the Bucks, And I guess there is some question if Stafford is playing or not. This, As I've said many times, this Bucks defense... Is, I'm going to operate on the assumption Stafford's playing in terms of picking games. Both these defenses are bad, though. I mean, I thought the Lions defense last week against the Ravens, you know, uh, for those who don't know also, I, I do a lot of work with Steeler Nation Radio, and the Ravens are coming to town this week. And so I've done more homework on the Ravens than usual. I thought that Lions defense was atrocious last week. And I think the Bucks defense has been atrocious all year. Um, Doug Martin comes back. It looks like Abdullah's going to play. I think both teams run the ball well. Lions have been a sieve against the ground, or against the, the run. Um, Winston is back, and there's certainly weapons. I think you see Slay almost exclusively on Evans. But they still have Jackson, and Howard's role's growing a little bit. And um, I, I think Winston has a nice game here. And if Stafford's healthy, they don't have a real answer for Jones or certainly Tate. I could see this quietly being a get-all-your-fantasy-guys-in type of game. I think the Bucks win it, though. At home, they're playing a little better. Don't know what the line would be. Uh, I would think maybe that's close to a pick em. Even, you know, the Lions have the better schedule. I think general opinion is the Lions are the better team here, and they are. But maybe this is a little bit of a hunch. But I think Tampa wins this one at home. Bears are going to Cincinnati. Bengals are favored by six and a half, coming off a heartbreaking loss uh, here against the Steelers. Bears, so I have this dilemma, you know, like my, I'm in six, what, seven fantasy leagues. One of them's redraft with my buddies, and I have the best team in the league. I have the most points in the league. Playoffs start this week. One of my guys I've started every week is Jordan Howard, basically for better or worse, but mostly for better. They never have the ball. (laughs) You know, like they have such a, their defense has been on the field so much this year, and they have a couple injuries on that side of the ball that it's not a fierce unit anymore. The offense is three and out. Trubisky doesn't look so great. They have no weapons. Like, so I don't blame Howard, but they have to control the ball and give him a lot of carries to even be competitive. And they run like 30 plays in games. Like, holy cow. Like, I, I think I'm done starting my man Jordan Howard. Not his fault, but sorry, Jordy, but you're, you're going on the bench, dude. Um, and therefore, if 
I think that, then I think the Bears have really no chance of winning. I mean, they need to run, they need to play slow and control the football. Bengals are playing a lot better. I mean, last week was a disaster, but I think they're playing a lot better. There's talent on both sides. Doesn't sound like they all have their uh, running back mix in, but Bernard looked really good. I think the Bengals win this one easily, and I'll give you six and a half. Colts at Bills, a game I don't know that anyone's going to watch. Um, Bills' defense has been atrocious, especially against the run. I think Frank Gore goes off, and maybe some Mac as well. Um, Brissett has been less than impressive each time I watch him. I think he's a little shell-shocked, but I could see Hilton getting loose in this one. In Buffalo, you know, you would think that favors the Bills, and I do think McCoy can run for a ton of yardage in this one. Whew. No line in this game. I mean, I assume that's because they don't know if Tyrod's playing or Peterman. Obviously, that's a big deal and makes picking this game a lot more difficult from where I sit. But, again, not great teams, but they can score a lot of points, too, against bad defenses. I guess I got the Bills at home in a high-scoring event, but close. I was tempted to take the Colts, and if I knew Peterman was playing, I might. But it's in Buffalo. Now we have some good games, though. Seattle's going to Jacksonville, and the Seahawks are getting two and a half. Wilson's been a superstar, but I think his receivers are going to have a really hard time finding open space. Seattle doesn't run on anybody, and Wilson's going to have to pull magic out of his hat, and he probably will in a bunch of plays. You know, like, he's on my fantasy team. I'm sorry. You know, I just, why would you not? I think he'll put up numbers. I think he'll make plays. He'll run. But I think Jacksonville's D is going to be problematic. You know, I, I think Seattle gets to like 14 points, something like that. And I also think Seattle's D ain't quite what it's cracked up to be either. You know, with the exception of Bobby Wagner, and they have some good players. But I think Fournette runs well. And they win the time possession battle. Jacksonville, I mean, at home. Bortles played well last week. They have some developing weapons there against a beat-up secondary. I like Jacksonville like 21-14 in that neighborhood, so um, I'll give you two and a half. I'm surprised I'm giving this a lot. Yeah, I'll give you two and a half. Raiders go to Kansas City. Chiefs are favored by four. Chiefs O looked good last week. Raiders D is terrible, uh, with exception of Khalil Mack. I think that I trust the Chiefs D offense now to put up points. So, okay. Chiefs D... Also terrible. A lot of bad Ds I'm talking about here. Uh, exception of Jacksonville. Uh, Chiefs will not have Peters, which means their secondary is terrible. They don't rush the passer very well at all. Uh, I don't think a Co- I don't think Amari Cooper is going to play. I would think that Lynch will have a nice game. I think he looks really good. Um, I think Crabtree will have a big game. He's always pretty good. Could Cook get loose? Uh, I mean, so again, I think a lot of points... Bad defenses. Kansas City's at home. I think they win this one and sort of get back on track. All right, another good game. We got the Vikes traveling to Carolina. Panthers are a home dog. And I think they should be. I'll give you three. I'm going to take the road team here. Based on a really good defense. Uh, could Keenum explode here against a good defense too and, you know, throw three picks? Yeah, he could. You know, they, they may get after him pretty well. Keekley and guys, those guys, those linebackers obviously cause problems. 
But I also think that the Vikings wideouts have very favorable matchups, which I like that a lot from his perspective. I think that the Vikes will run pretty well enough on the road, control the game. And, you know, Funchess is going to get Xavier Rhodes. That's bad. You know, who else is catching passes there? Kenny McCaffrey, I'm to death. I think he's not going to have a lot of space to operate either as either a runner or receiver. And I could see Newton being the guy that throws three picks or, you know, makes a bad mistake or two. You guys know I'm Panther fans, um, but I think the Vikes are really hard to play against. So I'll take them and I'll give you three. Packers go to Cleveland. Sashi has been let go. We'll talk about that maybe next week. Um, I have a lot of feelings on that one. Not because I work there, just because it's an interesting situation. Hundley, to me, doesn't look good. I mean, I may, who's the better quarterback right now, Hundley or Kaiser? I mean, it's strikingly similar. Um, who's better weapons right now? Coleman, Najoku, Gordon, or Jordy, Devontae, and those guys? I mean, similar. I think we'll see more Aaron Jones, rightfully so. I'm picking the Browns to get their first win here. And it's more hunch than anything. I just don't think that they're going to go 0-16. and 16. And I think the Packers aren't that good. You know, I mean, they have some injuries too. Um, Green Bay's secondary is certainly a problem. I think that the, the, the Browns receiving core slash weapons shines more than the Packers do in this one. And I kind I might trust Kaiser more than I do Hundley. How about that? So that's an upset special, Adam and Eve. Give, and I'll take the Browns plus three, obviously. I think they squeak one out. You know, 24-21 in that neighborhood. The Browns win. I can't believe I said that. Niners go to Houston. It's a bad game, obviously. Excited to see more Garoppolo, who you guys know I love. Savage hasn't been horrible. He hasn't been good, but he has not been horrible. Um, I would think Hopkins goes off. And, you know, the, where are the Niners going to manufacture offense from? Against pretty good D. I think Hyde will have some tough sledding. A lot of people in the box. I am really impressed with Garoppolo, though. And I think he'll move the ball because he's a good quarterback. You know I mean? But I think Hopkins and Miller and those guys should do enough that I think Houston wins this game. They're, they're favored by two and a half. Yeah, and I'll give you two and a half. Washington goes to L.A. to face the Chargers. Chargers are six-point favorites. Redskins' tackles are banged up, and they're a good unit. They're a good group of tackles, obviously. That's disaster against the Chargers. I'm not super impressed with the Redskins' defense. I think Rivers carves those guys up. I think Keenan Allen has a giant day. Uh, the Chargers' running back combination has a giant day. I mean... This line, to me, is a little off. I mean, I know the Chargers don't have a great home field advantage, but this sticks out to me as the one I'm so far most confident in. I'll take the Chargers at home. I'll give you six. And I don't think the Redskins are a bad team. I just don't think that they're on the level of the Chargers. And they have a lot of injuries at you know at bad spots against Bosa and Ingram. Jets go to Denver. Ooh. Sounds like Marshall is questionable. He's become a really good downfield weapon for for the Jets. Um, Broncos are getting one and a half at home because they've fallen so badly. 
I guess I'll take Denver to win. And obviously, if you're going to give me one and a half, fine. Maybe I'm crazy to still trust the Denver def- defense, but I do. I'm going to... I'm going to hang there with them and trust them. Um, should I or not? Ugh, yuck. I mean, really, it is. This is a yuck situation. Um, C.J. Anderson, to me, is not impressive. The running game, I don't think, gets going. Um, but I'm going to take Denver at home, and I can't say I have a great reason why. All right, all right. Who else do we got here? Let me see. Tennessee at Arizona. Who doesn't... Patrick Peterson's hurt. Adrian Peterson's hurt. Patrick might play. I don't think Adrian will. we got Gabbert behind center. You guys know I'm not a believer in the Titans. Rough on them. Not an easy... Not an easy road trip. But they are favored by three in Arizona. I think Henry... Man, I always say this. That... Boy, if you keep feeding Henry. I like Henry a lot, and I can't believe he's not the starting running back there and doesn't get all the carries. 90% of the carries. 90% of the carries. carries. Does Corey Davis break out? I mean, Mariota's been suspect, to say the least. But I think Tennessee controls the game on offense. And as the game goes on, they start to create a lead and spring some plays in the running game. Um, I'm not fond of Arizona's offense, but I think Larry has a big game. Um, I can't say Kerwin Williams has me too excited either. I think the Titans probably win at the line of scrimmage. Probably get after Gabbard pretty well. I'll take Tennessee. I'll give you three, even on the road. Big game here. Eagles go to the Rams. I was just talking about this one on the air here in Pittsburgh, and I don't have a great feel for who I want to take here. The Rams are favored by one and a half. I think it's a very, very even game. And there's great matchups everywhere. I mean, I think the Eagles will pressure Goff, even though the Rams have a good line. I think Donald will cause problems, even though the Eagles have a good line. And that that front is really good. Trust Wentz more than Goff. And they're talking about the Eagles, you know, basically having home field advantage here because they're going to travel really well and the Rams don't. This is going to be a fun one, man. This is going to be a really fun one. And I don't have a strong feeling on picking the winner here. But I think I'll take the Eagles. And if you're going to give me one and a half, I'll definitely take the Eagles because I really think this is a coin flip game. Um, 28-27. A lot of star power here, though. Dallas goes to New York to face the Giants. Dallas is favored here by three and a half. And I like the Giants. Or I like the Cowboys. I I mean, Shepard's not real healthy. I wish he was. I could see him having a big game. I could see Engram having a big game. Eli's back. But I think, that, I think Dallas controls the line of scrim- lines, both lines of scrimmage. You know I mean? New coach, obviously, in New York. Not an easy road trip. Weather could be involved. But I think Dallas is just clearly the better team right now. I think Eli could be under quite a bit of pressure. I think that they will get after him. I think they'll run the ball pretty well. Um, Dallas, 24-ish. Giants, 17-ish. Mentioned the Ravens are coming here to town. Pittsburgh's favored by four and a half. No Jimmy Smith is gigantic to me. That I think Ben has a big game at home. I think AB has a big game at home. 
Um, also no Juju, or I think they would try to, and I still think they will try to spread out the, the Ravens with multiple receiver sets, get some lesser corners on the field, um, detach Le'Veon a fair amount, but still give him a good workload. I think that it'll be tough to run the ball against the Ravens as it always is. The last five games, I think they're allowing like 2.8 yards per carry Baltimore, um, to good D Baltimore has a special teams advantage as they always do. And that would be a crucial thing for Pittsburgh to turnovers and special teams are really what Steelers need to avoid in this game. But Baltimore's great at both of those things. Uh, Baltimore's offense was impressive last week. And I think the Steelers defense now without Shazier and some other injuries are very vulnerable. I think Collins has a nice day. Um, I could certainly see Wallace getting behind one of these corners for sure. I mean, and they're going to take their shots. It'd be insane not to. So, I wonder what the over-under is. I never mentioned those things here. But over-under is 43-and-a-half, and I would hit that over. I could see a lot of points in this game. Uncharacteristic for these teams. But uh, I got the Steelers 35-24. So, I'll give you four-and-a-half. Um, but I'm not real impressed with Steelers D right now. Patriots D has come a long way. They travel to Miami. They're favored by 11 uh, they're running the ball really well. Uh, Hogan returns. No Gronk. I could see Hogan and Cooks on some big plays. I mean, they're not super athletic at corner, the Miami. I think that the Patriots control the, the game on the ground. I think they win by more than 11. National stage. They're not going to slow down if they're up by 10 in the fourth quarter. Um I don't see Landry or Parker having real advantageous matchups. I do think it's worth mentioning that, you know, Kenyon Drake I thought was impressive last week, and they may have a guy there. But Patriots aren't easy to – eh, they are. They're on defenses and all that good. I could see Drake being a focal point here. But I don't think they'll do much through the air. And I just think Brady and company is going to be way more than Miami's defense can handle in this one. So give me the pats, and I'll give you the points. All right, that's what we did. That's what we do every Friday. Spread the word. Go to iTunes, leave me a review. Over and out.